Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 22. We are so glad that you are listening today and that you're taking time out of your busy schedule to ponder questions about Christianity and the Christian life. The Finding Clarity podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania, where we're trying to answer questions that folks within our congregation and in our area might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we come with a different question that has been posed, and we try to wrestle with it, with the scripture, in the short time that we have. Today, we're going to talk about questioning again. Last week, our question was, is it okay to question God? This week, we're going to expand that question just a little bit, because there are different types of questions that we ask God. And so this week, we're going to focus in on a type of question that you might come to a place of wrestling with. And that is, what's wrong with questioning God's goodness? Again, the question is, what's wrong with questioning God's goodness? Now you say, now wait a minute, George, now what exactly are you asking? What 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 is this question, are you questioning, is, is it okay or is it wrong to question God's goodness. How do you get to that place? I understand sometimes we ask God God questions and we wrestle with things in our faith and sometimes with doubts, but what's this issue about questioning God's goodness? Well, we're going to try to talk about that in this podcast and try to answer that for you. First of all, let's let's talk about what questioning God's goodness is and why would we do that? Well, Here's what happens. This is true for every single person. Nobody is exempt from this. All of us live in the world, and we live in real life. And difficult struggles and situations happen to us. And sometimes we come to a situation where we just flat out don't understand. It seems like no matter what we do, effort-wise, no matter the things that we try to do, it seems like everything goes wrong. It seems like our world is upside down. We're maybe in the midst of facing tragedy. Maybe we've lost a loved one. Maybe we've lost our job. Maybe all that we've held dear has been ripped away from us. And so you, you've got questions, and we've already talked about that. It's okay to question God, but what can happen is, is that in the midst of the despair and in the midst of the anguish of heart, especially if you're a believer, you can come to a place where you question the goodness of God towards you, where you begin to question whether or not God is doing right by you. And I think a perfect example of that is found in the Old Testament. He has it's 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 a whole book. It's it's the book of Job. And and I I would encourage you to read that. You know, I've read through Job many times. 
but here recently, as I've been reading through it, it's, it's made a lot more sense to me. In fact, it's made a lot more sense, especially in light of this question, about whether or not it's okay to question God's goodness. Is it wrong to question God's goodness? And really, to be honest with you, the answer to that question is found right in the book of Job. So, if we're going to understand how to answer this question, I think the best place for us to start is the book of Job. So, if you have it there, you can read with me. I'll just kind of go through some different passages here with you. But kind of let's remind ourselves of the story of Job. I think the story of Job is very interesting. Here is a man who lived sometime, I think, during the time of Abraham. He wasn't a Jew, but a God, a man who feared God. And he is considered righteous. And God has this interaction with Satan unbeknownst to Job. Job isn't aware of this. And God allows Satan to take all that he has, even his children. But don't touch his life. The next time you see that God allows Satan to test him again, but this time by touching his body and boils come all over him. And then you find Job... From that point on, in chapter 3 on, sitting on an ash heap, scraping his sores and dealing with his so-called friends who were there to comfort him. Only a lot of them aren't comforting him at all. They're accusing him of doing wrong and that what he's going through is because of sin in his life. And that's, that's a normal thing that happens even in our circles today. When people go through things, especially Christians go through things, other Christians will say, well, I wonder what they did. It's because we have that same mentality as Job's friends. But I think if you read through the text, especially if you read through Job's responses, as you listen to what he's saying, you find that Job is questioning God's goodness towards him. He's expressing his anger, and especially if you're going through something right now, if you're going through a difficulty and you're questioning God's goodness, if you read through what Job is saying, you may find yourself really identifying with Job. So, for instance, Job, in many places here, says things like this. Listen to this, chapter 3, verse 25. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. And what I dreaded has happened to me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet, for I have no rest, for trouble comes. Here's Job expressing the anguish of his heart and and saying the very thing that he feared has happened to him, and he's not at rest, he's not at peace. Sounds like somebody going through a difficult situation. You and I can identify with that. We go on here. Listen to what Job says in Job chapter 6, verse 4. The terrors of God are arrayed against me. Here he's talking about that what's happening to him are the terrors of God. They're coming against him. In fact, he goes on, verse 13, is my help not within me? Is success driven from me? So again, he's expressing his anguish. He's wrestling with that. One point Job says in the book, cursed is the day that I was born. It would have been better if I wasn't born. So he's again questioning why he exists. Why did God create him? And so forth. Listen to this, verse 16 of chapter 8. If I called and he answered me, talking about God, 
I would not believe that he was listening to my voice. Why? Because he's going through the stuff he's going through. And he's thinking, God, you're not even listening to me. How's it possible? Because I'm going through this. See what's going on here? Through his anguish, through what's going on with him, he's expressing, questioning, he's questioning the goodness of God towards him. Listen again, chapter 10. My soul loathes my life. I will give free course to my complaint. I will speak in bitterness of my soul. I will say to God, do not condemn me. Show me why you contend with me. Look at what Job's saying. God, why are you doing this to me? He's questioning God's goodness. Now let's stop for a moment. I don't, I don't think I need to read any more because there are many places here in the scripture where, that express how Job is feeling out of his anguish. And I think we can relate to that. Because you might be going through something right now, or you've gone through something, and you can understand exactly what Job is feeling. Your world is upside down. It seems like you hope that it would get better, but it doesn't. And you come to a place where you begin to believe that Okay, God, you're in control of my life. You're the one who allows things to happen or not, and you've allowed this to happen. What are you doing? Why are you doing this to me? God, I really don't enjoy this. I'm having a hard time. I don't know how much more I can take. It seems like every direction I go in, every step that I take, every effort that I make, You're hindering me. You're stopping me. You're not allowing me to get out of this. You're letting me stay in the midst of this. See, that, my friends, is questioning God's goodness. That is what all of us may come to in our struggle and in our wrestling. Now, the question that we're trying to answer today in this podcast is, what's wrong with that? Is there something wrong with questioning that? Because all of us can resonate with what Job is saying. All of us can understand what Job is saying. What's wrong with that? Well, I think if you go on and continue to read with what Job is saying there, forget his th first three friends, because obviously, if you read them, you realize that they are not necessarily correct. But there is a fourth friend who is there with Job, and, and towards the end of Job, he begins to speak. And after the three friends have expressed themselves to Job and contended with him and tried to show Job that he's going through this because of stuff in his life, Elihu is the guy's name, the young man who's there in, in chapter 32. And if you read from chapter 32 all the way through to chapter 37, 
you see Elihu's discourse, and the basis of the discourse is, is that he is pointing out to Job, Job, you've got God all wrong. Job, you're saying things about God and questioning things about God that are not right. Job, you're wrong. Then when you come to chapter 38, God speaks to Job. And through a series of questions, points out to Job, Job, you really have no place to question my goodness towards you. See, the reality is, the answer is, no, it's not right. In fact, when you look here, and you look at Job, when you come to the place after God speaks, Job then answers God. Job says to him, chapter 42, I know that you can do everything, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you, You asked, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I do not understand. Things too wonderful for me, which I do not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said, I have questioned you, and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of ear, and my eyes see you. Therefore, I abhor myself, and repent and dust and ashes. What's Job saying? Job's admitting here, he's saying, you know, when I expressed what I did, when I questioned the goodness of God, I questioned you. Those questions arose out of me because I was ignorant of you, because I didn't understand you, God. And when I began to understand who you are and I considered what you say about yourself, I realized that I'm foolish, that I'm wrong. And because I now understand, I repent. I ask you to forgive me because I was wrong. See, it's okay to question. It's okay to ask questions of God. But when we get to the place because of the anguish of our heart and we begin to utter things like Job did, and we begin to express to him Lord, you're, you're being bad to me. You're being wrong to me. We're questioning the goodness of God. That, my friends, we've crossed the line now, and we are doing wrong. We, you're saying, okay, wait a minute, George. I, I guess I'm still not comprehending what's wrong with it. Well, if, you, if we could sum it up, let me just say it this way. The problem with questioning God's goodness is that you question or cast doubt about the character of God towards you. You question or cast doubt about the character of God towards you. Sort of like a little child who doesn't like something the parents have said or or a restriction or some kind of even discipline that a parent has made and, and they shout to their parents in anger and in anguish, you don't love me. You never love me. See what's wrong with that? We understand what's wrong with that. But when we question God's goodness, we're doing the same thing. We're questioning his character. And may I remind you that God is love. John says that God is love. And 
and here's the principle of that is is that God is love, so therefore every expression of his is bound by his character. It's always done in love towards you, even through the difficult circumstances. Something to think about. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to wrestle with questions like the question we just wrestled with, things that we struggle with and things that we ponder, things that we try to comprehend. And we try to do that in the time that we have each week. And and what we want you to understand is, is that if you have a question, you can get in touch with us and let us know. And we'll try to answer those questions for you on this podcast. You say, how can we get in touch with you, George? Well, if you attend our services or if you're in the Kerwinsville area, you can just contact the Kerwinsville Christian Church. If you attend our service, just come up and talk to me, or you can throw a question in the offering, and they'll get it to me, and we'll see about answering it on the podcast. If you don't have a church, I might just go ahead and encourage you. I would encourage you to come to Kerwinsville Christian Church. We're located on 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, PA. Our service is at 1045 in the morning on Sunday. We're a come-as-you-are church, so we would just encourage you to come as you are and learn about Jesus Christ. You can also get in touch with us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast, and you can leave a question there. You can message us or leave a question there on the wall, and we'll try to answer that for you. You can also contact us through our webpage, KerwinsvilleChristian.org, and on the contact page, you'll see a form that you can fill out and submit your question to us as well. Next week, we're going to wrestle with another question that you might be kind of wondering about, and that has to do with heaven. I know a lot of people are interested in the topic of heaven these days. Lots of different books have been written out there about heaven and what heaven's like. But somebody has posed a question concerning heaven that we're going to look at next week. And the question is, will there be any sense of time in heaven? Will there be any sense of time in heaven? We trust that you'll have a great week. Thank you again for listening. Take care.